You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, Glamour Podcast fans. This is another episode of You Guessed It, Glamour. Hey, it's okay. And today, do you know what? It's going to be really okay because we've got an actual professional who knows what they're doing. Hello, hello. Everybody, I'm Joe Elvin. I'm the editor in chief of Glamour Magazine, and today I'm joined by two wonderful people. I have our executive fashion and beauty director, Claudia Mahoney. Woo! Hi. Yeah, the last Hi. time Claudia's reminded me I'm the worst boss in the world because I kind of I had a mind fart the last time Claudia was on the podcast, <laughs> and I suddenly went, and it's oh god, Claudia, what do you do? Because <laughs> it's a really long, fancy title. Sorry, it's befits my. It's you know. like all I can handle is that I'm the editor. I know that word. <laughs> That's it. Um, well, thank you for having me back. And today, I mean, this is like inviting Jamie Oliver around and cooking him for dinner. We've got an actual oh, wow. DJ in today. Somebody who knows what they're doing. It's the fabulous Edith Bowman. I'm a good faker. <laughs> Teach us everything. Oh, thanks for having me. This is fun. Can you drive the deck today? Uh, is that, is I, that, can, uh, I can ride the faders. Does, there oh, we see, go. That's the thing. What do people say? I don't even know what they say. I just put the headphones on and pretend that I know. Twiddle the knobs and ride your faders and I'll be absolutely, we'll be fine. Oh, Edith, twiddle my knobs. <laughs> this is why we've got you here. Why I'm not letting you this out of that like corner. Kind of podcast. No. Don't feel threatened. <laughs> I know. Hemmed in there. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm, I've I'm underneath Alexa Chong, who's who's looking sexy in dungarees, topless, yes. and I'm in my dungarees. I've got to so. say, you're looking pretty damn sexy in your dungarees. Thanks. Not topless, not, but yeah. Not fine. to keep this slightly <laughs> inappropriate theme going here today. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. We're all friends, aren't we? Thank you so much for being here, Thanks Edith. Thanks for asking me. So I know you're a very, very busy, busy woman. You've got, you're doing film 2016 tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm doing that. I've, I've been asked to do that for one week, which is a bit of a dream come true. So yeah. I, I've not been sleeping for the past week, sort of dreaming about it and fearing it. And then I had this weird thing. So I'm doing it with Peter Bradbury, who's the film, uh, one of the film critics for The Guardian. And I'd never met him before. And then in the past two days, I've met him four times right. <laughs> by chance. I was sat next to him at the the British Independent Film Awards. I then went to a screening and sat next to him at the screening. I then went to get the tube home and the tube station was closed. So I walked to the next one and he was there. 
it's weird. He's so stalking I kind of, you. It's uh, indoors. It's uh, it's weird. Who, but, um, who's stalking who in this relationship? Uh, I think it's probably me, to be honest, just yeah. to make sure he's nice to me. Um, but yeah, I'm doing film and I'm doing my new radio show on Virgin, which I've been doing since March, doing the breakfast show. And then I launched this podcast, talking of podcasts. Podcasts are fun, right? They're so good. Yeah. I am, um, you know... I I'm at a point where I I want to make stuff that I want to do that I'm interested in. You know, I'm not starting out again, although I kind of feel like I have been, which is nice. Um, and I have this love for film and this love for music. And podcasts are great because if you have a passion for something, you can just do it. So I have, and I've been speaking to all these wonderful filmmakers about their relationship with music, be it you know professionally and stuff they use in their films, but also personally. So everyone from Andrea Arnold to Thea Shurek and uh, John Favreau and people like Amazing. that. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. What I love about the podcast I listen to, uh, it's like you can pick a theme like that and you just don't know what amazing stories yeah. you're going to get out of it. What's been your favourite moments so far? Um, one of my favourite moments um, was definitely hearing Andrea Arnold talk about when, so her film that was, uh, it picked up the loads of awards at the, the British film, Independent Film Awards, actually, American Honey. And she wanted to use um, Rihanna's We Found Love and Calvin Harris in the film because the film's about these, these kids in the States called Mag Crews who drive around in the back of vans and sell magazine subscriptions. Um, oh, and, there's uh, an idea. Write that go. down, Claude. Write <laughs> that I'm down. Adding to my title. Yeah. 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 And uh, and and so she spent a lot of time with real life mag crews, and this song was a constant in every mag crew that she spent time with. Hang on a minute, mag crews. <laughs> We're missing a trick here. I want to be in a crew. <laughs> Am I too old to have no, a mag crew? No, you're so not. Hashtag. Let's have a glamour mag crew. I've got a mag posse. Is that like really old school and out of date now? Don't know if anyone uses the word yeah, posse no. anymore. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm right. wrong. Retro's good. Retro's fashionable. I need so, to yeah. hear. I need to. I need to be schooled by this woman. But she wanted to use the song. Obviously, it cost. You normally it cost millions of pounds to get the rights to use that in the film. She wrote Rihanna a letter. And explained the kind of concept of the film and sent her some rushes and stuff like that. And she said, yes. Wow. Nice. Eh? She must have got Rihanna on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> on time for yeah. once. Have you met Rihanna? Never. No, I've heard me so, either. I don't want to. I've heard so many bad things. A friend of, well, a friend of ours, a colleague of ours, went on the, the famous Rihanna plane. Oh, I heard about that. A couple that. of years ago. What was it? Seven, seven. days and seven, seven cities. Seven, seven yeah. tour or something. I mean, it... Definitely. Should have been 666. Yeah, it very quickly went Lord of the Flies from what I can understand. Sort of like people rocking back and forth in airport lounges, just crying and wanting it to Shaun end. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. But at least, you know, she did She was one. nice to Andrew Arnold. She did a solid for Andrew. <laughs> we like that. Yeah. It's so hard that sometimes, isn't it? When you kind of, I've been, you know, I, we, same industry, you know, you kind of, you meet these and make these people that you've watched or you've listened to or... Uh, for years and you never quite know what they're going to be like and you have ones that you're fans of and sometimes you're really apprehensive about spending time with them in case they are an absolute idiot yeah that never meet your heroes yeah who's who's been who's lived up to your expectations who leo really i said that you're so close you're such close personal friends i'm so close to the mic saying his name (laughs) first name yeah yeah you've got to say it a bit huskily (laughs) and rub your thighs while you do it (laughs) Yeah. Why do you think my hands were in my pockets? Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was, someone of that stature, they, the normal and the expectation is they come in a room with a crew, you know, with their publicist, with about five people, and you're watched, you know, so intensely by people. He came in on his own, sat down on the couch next to me, had a chat, had a chat, didn't just answer the questions. Right. Had a chat, and that was so refreshing. Did he ask you questions about yeah. you? See, that's the, that's the test of a human being, I think. That is exactly. Yeah. 
And then Harrison Ford, I was so excited about, you know, Indiana Jones, Han Solo, and he was hard work. Yeah, I think he's just over it, you know. But then I asked him about being a carpenter, and it was like the light had been ignited in his eyes, and he talked about wood. Wow. I'm just going to let that I happen. I went for the inappropriate yeah. comment from Joe. Yeah. What, if, what if I become? What How I dare you? <laughs> yeah, I just think when I saw Harrison Ford, I've never met. You've just met loads of people that I've never met. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna sort of like, you know, opine wildly about people I haven't met. That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? But Harrison Ford. Jill is next to me. She, yeah, she's, she's staring at us. We're, for the, what we're doing is we're standing in um, Glamour's meeting room. We've upgraded from the, cupboard, the, the pod literally. cupboard in Wired magazine. And now we're in this room surrounded by beautiful portraits of beautiful women gorgeous from, women. yes of cameron diaz emma watson j-law everybody so beautiful that's what edith's referring to there what was i talking about harrison ford yeah he just seems so like he didn't he wanted to be anywhere else than the star wars premiere it was like and i'm sorry i'm just going to do a spoiler and if you haven't seen it that's your problem by now but um <laughs> I don't know, it's just, it, it, it felt to me like they'd got him to be in the film by sort of saying, look, we promise we'll kill you. <laughs> we promise <laughs> we'll end it. And that's how it was like, all right, do one more scene. All right, I'll have another $20 million. Do I have to cuddle Kari again? Oh, I know. Yeah, that, that was extraordinary, wasn't it? Yeah. That was, that was kind of the story that you wanted to be true. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. I'm that person on that game of I have never seen star wars what i know get I back know. in the cupboard i know i'm so sorry <laughs> never not even one i fell asleep in i just think that's time. really weird i don't I know i know. Yeah. I can't, I know yeah i don't get i can't it's Do you like know people saying to me i Dorno don't like music porter. Dorno porter always proudly tells me I'm she hasn't proud. seen star it's just, wars it's yeah. just not happened sorry okay okay i'll go i won't go to the elf screening i was telling them about <laughs> earlier I shall go home and watch the watch six, them. six Star Wars films. Seven. Is, is there any films like that? I I haven't seen any of the Godfather films, mm-hmm. which I know but, is also very yeah, weird. I've seen them. Yeah. What about you? Have you got any of those? You probably have to see everything now. Well, no, I mean, I haven't seen everything. Weirdly, I did a thing with um, Empire Magazine um, last week where they, they have this feature that they do where they ask you to pick a film that you haven't seen like one of those really popular films you yeah. haven't seen they send you a list and then you've got to write watch it and then write about it and I hadn't seen this I went through the list and there weren't many which I surprised myself I hadn't seen but there was this Japanese manga film called Akira that apparently yeah, a lot I of people cite as yeah. like yeah. is like the best that's my favourite you know. film so. <laughs> yeah. but I hadn't seen it but I'm, and I'm not really into manga or anything like that but I really enjoyed it yeah. and I had to write about it and I kind of it was good it was fun quite nice that getting set a task like oh that. no i don't no? want to write about a film oh my god no no it's like i mean i don't like being told what to like i don't read reviews and stuff well let's not get into the books i haven't read though that's an even way longer list i'm the worst yeah i am too yeah all those kind of classics that everyone cites and like that what i know well that's my australian education <laughs> let's just blame that i blame my scottish so virgin you're on virgin every weekend uh day monday day. friday sorry Edith. no it's fine thanks for listening yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm at breakfast. work. Joe. I know how I busy you are. Very hard. You're a mother. You're a working mother. Oh my God, shall I leave? Um, <laughs> this is terrible. I've got this too. We'll talk about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monday to Friday, I do, and um, yeah, I've been. It's a, a whole new thing. Started in March, and you know, I'm 42. I never thought I would get the chance to host a breakfast show on my own at my age. Women don't get that opportunity, so. You know, it was at thirty twelve. Uh, uh, yeah, it yeah. was kind of like, do you know what? Yes, I am gonna do this, and I am loving every second of it. So, Edith, 
I'm sure you've listened to this podcast religiously already, right? I've listened to a couple. I listened to Dawn's, actually. Oh, did you? I love her, because I did hers as well. Oh, yeah, get it on. Just started to sat in a bar drinking champagne. Yeah, talking about outfits. I mean, that is the girl dream. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. So, yeah, so what we do is we debate certain highly important subjects about whether or not they're okay. And they kind of, they're not important, but then they really are. I get really passionate and really angry about them sometimes. It's the sort of nimby stuff that really gets under your skin, isn't it? Yeah. So that's vital. Yeah. First of all, topic probably quite close to your heart at the moment with all your film 2016 work is, is it okay to tell people off in the cinema over their bad etiquette? Definitely. Yeah, I definitely. So. Yeah. Have you done that recently? Oh, yeah, there was a guy, I went to see Arrival a couple of weeks ago um, with Amy Adams, brilliant film. I haven't seen it yet. It's really great. She's wonderful in it. Um, and um, there was a guy sat ne- in front of me and you know how kind of the seats are set so you your seat is kind of like in the middle of the two seats in front so yeah. you can see right through it and he had one of those you know like the giant iPhones that are for blind people he like had, mine yeah he had one, yeah. <laughs> he had one of yeah. them and uh, full on bright you know full mm. brightness checking his Facebook every 10 minutes so I just found myself because I didn't want to kind of make a scene in the middle of the film but I was like Every time he kind of put his face and he put it away. But did he? Yeah, did he get the hint? So he sometimes I think British people—they're not very good. I love the—I like when British people get angry about things, but nobody really knows they're angry about it's it. Sort of so passive aggressive. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I do it at gigs. I will actually walk up to people at and gigs, punch them in the face. Not quite physically, <laughs> no, but no. I will go up and like, guys, if you're going to talk, go to the bar. Yeah. It's like, and especially like, I remember going to see um, Sigur Ross once, and it's so quiet, and you know. And a little sort of elfish tone. Oh, and when people chat, it's, it's shut extreme. up. I, I can't bear that, actually. Do you I think cannot it matters bear it. what sort of film you're in, in the sense that, say, for example, you've gone to see some sort of Disney sort of shenanigans with kids. Yeah. Do you have a different set of rules there for sort of munching on popcorn and kids sort of like kicking the back of your chair? Or I think you, you have still... to have a little bit of kind of leeway with kind mm-hmm. of kids and if stuff. If you're going to see a baby film, yeah. Yeah. they're going to be babies there. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, mother, yeah. mother and baby. I'm just baby wondering where you're yes. sort of, you know, go to the bar. Yes. Stop your or, baby or, crying although, in this mother and baby. I did, yeah. I did go to a screening of the Minions film because yeah. my daughter and I love the Minions me from too. Despicable Me. Of course. Yeah, but the, I did, the, the film, A, didn't really live up to what we were hoping. It wasn't as funny or as put together as, as you hoped. And then it was absolutely teeming with... You know, I mean, the average age was one and a half. And then they'd put um, a banana on every chair. And I've got a real thing about... I, bananas actually turn my stomach. They're really, like they're, oh, man, they make me so sick. So then there was, like, loads of kids, like, mashing banana into the seats and, like, throwing skins over your <laughs> and face and stuff like that. So while I accept that in that environment... There was going to be a bit of that. It was uh, it, my daughter, who was ten at the time, looked at each other. And we were like, "Yeah, we're we're beyond this. <laughs> this is like never again." <laughs> I, I I have been at a cinema, and my daughter at the time I think was five. I can't remember what we were seeing. It was probably some sort of minions type thing. And you have, by default, the cinema jacked them up on sugar. Yeah. And then asked them to sit still for two hours. And she, in her defence, was actually just sitting, munching on her sweets. But every time she sort of crunched on the popcorn or something, the man in front would say, Oh, no. Like that at her. And in the end, I found myself saying, Excuse me. Yeah. Just stop it. It's a kid's film. Enough. Yeah. Would you stand and singing along? Um, I mean, give me an example. Did you go to the Lego movie? Yeah. Everything is awesome. I mean, come on. You can't not. (laughs) Well, I, I, I didn't do it. 
but I we run down the I front. I condone it. I love everything is awesome. So good. I like to sing it sarcastically <laughs> when everything's so not awesome. Yeah, kind <laughs> of gets you through things, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yes. It's going to do great tea. Totally. I think my lowest point in cinema etiquette was when I was having a standoff fight with some twelve-year-old girls behind me <laughs> all through. I can't even remember the film, and I I think it was because I didn't like the film that much, so I became more invested in them in their bad behaviour. <laughs> so they kept kicking my seat, and then when they realised it was annoying me, they were doing it more. So then I. I was like pushing back on my seat so that it was really, really hard for the seat to yield. And there was like this Mexican standoff for the entire <laughs> film. And with them calling me every name under their breath. That And I and so to the point where when the film ended, I thought, right, I'm going to get punched in the face now. This is like, I, I really, I was like, took a deep breath thinking these 12 year old girls are going to beat me up on the way to the bus. And the minute the lights went up, their heads went down and they scurried out. So they were more scared, scared of me. Scared of you. Amazing. <laughs> it was like, it was a low blow, low day. I got told to shut up at the Oasis documentary recently. Well, because there's so many bits of the band Because you were going mad for it. I was just like that. Champagne supernova and yeah. It was like, it's like, you really like Oasis. Oh, you're you? so uncouth. Could you either. shut up? Okay, was sorry. there alcohol involved either? Unfortunately <laughs> not. That's what makes it sadder. It was just a pure joy. Yeah. yeah. Loser. So, um, yeah, it's no, it, it's... I think it depends people, on the situation, doesn't it? It's just that thing when you've got a grown-ass person and you just think... You know, you've got more of a brain than this than to get on your phone two or hours. to be chatting or, yeah. It's just two and hours. Also, it's so expensive expensive to go to the cinema so mm. if you do that thing of getting childcare and spending the money to go and see something to find yourself as you were saying joe more invested in what someone else is doing around you than just yeah. enjoying that moment yeah. and being sort of taken away by the film it is so irritating do you know where else where i've probably got unreasonable amounts of low tolerance is um lateness you know what time it's on why yeah. 15 minutes into the damn film have you still got people going excuse me excuse me excuse me <laughs> trying to, I mean what is and the what film the hell never is starts that? the yeah. film always starts 50 minutes yeah. anyway after because they only start the trailers five minutes after the time it's supposed to start so yeah. you are a, a good bit late now yeah so that's really you late will I'm the one going oh and then everyone's annoyed with me going oh and then my husband says shut up and then and then we're making the noise and, and then so, you get that runny yeah. cheese spilt over your legs from those horrible nachos that you get from those 12 oh. year old girls oh. behind me so there is an answer yeah. to this it's netflix apple tv <laughs> stay at home wait as my husband says to me i just think you and the public it's just not it doesn't it's work not. is yeah. that why we're in a room <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Changing the topic quite a lot, really. It's the way it rolls here. <laughs> I like it. I mean, it's Nachos just too. ping pong. Anything can happen. <laughs> I want to talk about therapy. And we've got an, is- uh, an issue. We've got a, a feature in the new issue about friendship therapy. It's this new thing that some people are trying. Is, is it okay to use therapy for friendship? I think therapy, we, you know, some people are still a bit weird about it. Um, but you can use it sort of like for individual purposes, for, you know, going and seeing a therapist to work out your own issues. And certainly couples therapy, traditionally sort of like husbands and wives or partners. But we've got a feature in the new issue. Out now, two pounds. Um, it, Smooth. It, yeah. <laughs> Seamless. Finger guns. <laughs> but, um, and it's about two women, best friends, been best friends for decades, who decide to put their relationship under the therapist's microscope. And I think it's fascinating because I think that we all do. And we tend to, I think, have issues with our friends, our our best girlfriends and kind of just not ever address them yeah I agree. do you think i agree and i think you know every if i think about a selection of my friendships they're all very different yeah um and they all each different relationship works differently and people react differently to things and i know that there are certain situations where i want to be really honest with someone about something but i know it will hurt their feelings and i know how they will react to something so yeah. it's kind of like i don't want to do that but it would really benefit us and them if I did that. Yeah. And it's kind of, I think it's a really healthy thing. If you if you value the friendship, I think it's a real investment in it because hopefully by going to therapy with it, it will only strengthen it and it will kind of almost kind of dust off of the, all those kind yeah. of, you know, niggles that you have or issues that would you, you have. Would you feel or... the same way if someone said to you, one of your friends said to you, right, you do this thing to me and I'd like to go and see a sort of mediator or therapist. Would you be offended by that or would? I, I, I maybe would have been about five years ago, but I think mm. I've, I don't know, I've sort of, things that I've experienced. So I'm really into like mindfulness and things like that. Yeah, and, me too. And I really find the benefit of that and, you know, and about seeing that world glass half full and mm. all that kind of stuff. Mm. And I really believe in that and a kind of positive energy and things. And I think that if someone now came to me and said that, I would be really open to the idea. And, uh, and you know, I sometimes think that being, I always crave like feedback mm. with work and then you, you hardly ever get it. Oh, no, I don't. No. <laughs> I, 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 I could well be the worst boss in the world and I'm just, I'm happy to not know that. For broadcasting, yeah. be it a radio show or a TV show, I want to know where I went wrong because yeah. it's the only way I'm going to get better. So, but you you don't always get that from mm. from bosses. Or maybe it's like getting they're scared to do it. Maybe bosses is the next therapy. It's uh. a good one. <laughs> Suddenly, my blood. Would you mediate between Joe? <laughs> my blood ran um, cold. But would you would you guys be up for the friendship? No. Wow. Well, <laughs> why not? Uh, maybe this makes me an underdeveloped, sort of emotionally. But um, I would have no problem with it as couples therapy or individually. But I just feel that if a friendship has got that far, that it's needing some sort of mediation, 
it's possibly beyond I'm not sure repair. It, I think I'd feel really squeamish and I'm not LA-ish sure it's even about, about it. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, as I said, it says more about me and my discomfort, I'm sure. But I, I would be, I'd just be mortified by the whole thing. I'm not sure if it even is always about something that needs mediation. It's almost like going to the gym to develop muscles, like going to the therapy session to mm. to strengthen something i think i look back on my friendships uh, they've definitely changed over the years in my 20s i used to fight like cat and dog with my best friends like sisters and we and that i think takes you to a different kind of closeness and, and intimacy mm. 30s and 40s i really haven't had the same time <laughs> to invest in in those yeah i mean friendships. i can't see my mates to be e- honest exactly kind of- and so the time i do spend with them there, there's possibly a few honesty moments that maybe if I was still in my 20s, I would get into. But I just want to have a nice time with them and, <laughs> and accept yeah. that they do things that annoy me. I'm sure I do things that yeah. annoy them. This is where wine comes in. Yeah. But then the wine comes in and over. that's where then kind of sometimes people Truth might comes say, out. yeah, <laughs> that, that then offend someone and friendships can be ripped and torn and broken so it's kind of I just think that I'm maybe it's more that I'm more comfortable in my own skin these days and so I don't nicer person basically I'm just (laughs) a really good person (laughs) I just I just don't are you really honest with your friends yeah I've got really close good friends who I've grown up with in Wales and you know we're still very very you know close friends although we're sort of living in different parts of the world now you know, we're sort of godmothers to each other's children and still see as much of each other as possible. And it's raucous, big nights out or sort of long chats into the middle of the night, but not in the same way anymore because life, partners, yeah. children, work, mm-hmm. etc., has taken over. But I just don't think I would entertain the sort of friend in my life that it was getting to the point that we needed some sort of therapy I, together. I, I'd just cut them loose because I've got more pressing things going on. One thing that that feature in glamour made me think is that I want to reconnect more strongly with a couple of friends who I've not not 100% lost touch with but don't talk to as much and I actually emailed a couple of them after reading that to say you know I want to talk about us I want to talk about why don't we talk as much anymore and let's talk and and, you know where did this go not Mm -hmm. wrong but what's happening and that's been very useful an element of it isn't it yeah I've loved that, actually. I think you can be in danger of, as you get older, more embroiled in your own family and your own sort of blinkered universe of just reporting rather than experiencing yeah. something with yeah. your friend. Yeah. And you've got to make a real effort to say, right, let's just go to dinner that night together, yeah. just the two of us or in a group or whatever it might be, but actually invest the time to just have totally. special connecting time. Because it's a lot easier, isn't it, to have a non-face-to-face like something on Instagram send a text send <laughs> yeah. a WhatsApp you know it's yeah. kind of all that kind of stuff I had a friend's birthday recently um, it was her, her her birthday and her boyfriend quite a new boyfriend had organised he'd done some work for a company who had this it sounds so luxurious but this castle up in Scotland it's a drinks company and so he arranged for us all he was like invited everybody it was up, you had to pay for it and stuff but this is when, when we're going and where we're going if you want to come great and there was like 26 of us went and half of it was his mates and half of it was hers, her mates and it was brilliant and I really missed that and it's mm. just kind of connecting and also mm. meeting new people as well mm. you know you kind of you know I, I meet loads of new people through work and sometimes friendships are formed sometimes but yeah. it was lovely to kind of be in a group of people that you know there was a there was a common ground there of these mm. two people who kind of brought yeah. us together it was lovely and I do love I love the transient nature of friendship sometimes I love that you certain people at certain times 
are the right people for you. Yeah. And that fades in and out. But on the whole, and we talk about this a lot at, at Glamour in features meetings, I'm, I'm a huge fan of therapy. Huge fan. Yeah. I have Better had therapy in the past. And it's, I just find that talking, hmm. it's not, you know, somebody getting inside your head and telling you that you're insane or anything like that. It's just talking and finding tools to be a better person and, and someone who can yeah. someone who's not invested in what you're talking about so they're not judgmental and they can exactly. almost kind of give you a, a kind of clear perspective yeah. on it as well and personally i think it's quite exciting that people are starting to use that for more broader forms mm. i think i think you know let's get england let's get britain my mum emoting my mum has a thing which is better out than in which i think is <laughs> totally right yeah so I heard, some things i heard one like that that's um better a an empty house than a bad tenant which is on the same theme. <laughs> Edith Bowman, mm-hmm. what are your hobbies? Tell me. Oh, well, I like travelling and I like <laughs> cooking and reading yeah. and watching films. Um, yeah, how, how many times have we heard I that know, in job interviews? God, is, that, yeah. is it okay to really just not have a hobby? I don't think I have one. I don't. Do you know what? I did? Um, I had a hobby for about a week uh, last year. Uh, I did the... Committed then. I'm very. <laughs> um, I did uh, Children Need uh, British Sewing Bee. So oh, British Sewing Bee for Children yeah. Need. I bloody loved it. It was did great. You? I got shown how to use a sewing machine. Um, and my mum bought me a sewing machine for Christmas. <laughs> I've used it twice. Yeah. I, but I really liked it. But it's just a time thing. I would love to have a little corner in my house somewhere in the spare room where my sewing machine is set up. I even bought a table for it. Oh my God, you have got a hobby. I've now I feel really it. bad. Do you have I've, what they have yeah. on, you know, sometimes you see on like, does anyone do that thing on right move where they go, oh, imaginary budget. I'm just going to go and spend six million pounds in the Cotswolds and look at houses. All and on the, fl- on the floor plans, they have things called a hobbies room. Shut <laughs> up. I'm not joking. Well, that's for you my could have your sewing kit in there. Hobbies corner. That's for my <laughs> gift wrapping station. <laughs> Hasn't <laughs> everybody got one? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Really? No. Oh, <laughs> I was like that. Oh, I love, but I love station. I love stationery well, shops. All that. Kind I of stuff. love gift wrapping. It's so. That's my dream career: be a <laughs> gift wrap designer. Maybe that could be my Did hobby. Did you empathise oh with your hobby? Mr. Bean yeah. on when he's doing the thing in the film? Was it Love Actually? And he's sort of pouring in the lavender and taking forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On don't remember the that. gift. Yeah. He did with Liam Neeson. No. The, never mind. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> no, but I always think this is really. I, I'm going to admit this to you: if you're applying for a job at Glamour and if you've written hobbies and interests, I just never believe what's under there. Mm. I just think because you, everybody's taught that they've got to have. A section on their CV that says their hobbies and interests. So I see things like kayaking, and I think, nah. <laughs> yeah, you know, is it just something you yeah. do whilst you're on holiday? Because then snowboarding yeah. for me. Yeah, well, there you go. You that, can say that. Yeah, and I'd be like, you've now got two totally hobbies. Making that up. Sewing <laughs> yeah. and snowboarding. Sewing's not a hobby. I haven't done it in a year. <laughs> well, I mean, how long hobbies do you snowboarding. <laughs> but you don't say that in the job interview, Edith. You tell the well, other. What story. is a hobby? It's a hobby. Yeah. Something you do every week. Is it I something? It's got to be something you do with regularity. I think it's got to be something that you obviously find therapeutic and enjoyable and even the word is so cheesy isn't it do you remember holly hobby do you remember that yeah i mean that's what it always reminds me (laughs) okay what would your hobby be if you could choose any hobby if you have the time the time and the want and the will and the apparatus what would your hobby be just sleeping (laughs) (laughs) i never get to do that (laughs) i think i'd i'd like to watch more films genuinely and because that's quite a sort of block of your time, but that's not really a hobby. That's just an indulgence. I'd like a, oh, I'd like to learn a skill. I'd like to learn a language or do a photography See, course. But that's or, a, well, maybe photography is a hobby. I think mm. a, learning a language, that doesn't seem like okay. a hobby. That seems like, yeah, hard, hard work. work. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going with photography then. Or gymnastics. gymnastics. That one. Gymnastics. <laughs> Just not, not, not to lie. I can <laughs> see that, Edith. Uh, yeah. Trampolining. I love a bit of mega jump at the weekend in Boreham Wood. Do you? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> We've got one near us at home and there's an ambulance basically parked outside. <laughs> Cart the kids off. No figures are well. available on the injuries cause <laughs> well, at trampoline I, I was parks. just about to say, I, I was demonstrating. Last time I went on a trampoline, I was demonstrating to my three-year-old how to do it. <laughs> not factoring in that for small people... The, the ceiling was at a height <laughs> and I and I did a massive big jump <laughs> Ow. and absolutely bashed my head Ow. on the top of the ceiling and went down like a ton of bricks on the Ow. trampoline Ow. so trampolining is not my not hobby. Your hobby don't be fooled <laughs> at those trampoline parks that the, yeah. the side trampolines are easy to use I can vouch they're not I don't even know what that is well you know it's like so the trampoline's on the wall at the side so you bounce on the trampoline oh on the God, floor so and then you jump what's some sort of parkour you can tell you can tell like like Edith's got boys you can tell Edith's got yeah. boys. This does. There's that, that kind of We've thing. We've both got girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my world. Oh, yeah. man. Have they got hobbies? Have your kids got hobbies? Uh, Pokemon Go. Can that be a hobby? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon Go. Uh, playing. They yeah. just love it. But yeah, but you know, that's great. I mean, we run around playing. I know you haven't seen mm. Star Wars, but they have things called lightsabers <laughs> in Star Wars. And we have like lightsaber fights in the house all the time. Wow. We do a lot of playing and like climbing trees you and write things. Write that on your hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Lightsaber battle. <laughs> I mean, that would. I have to say, that would get my attention. Joe would give you the job. That's, Hands down. That's certainly that tops all oh, cooking and and travelling. Yeah, my, my three-year-old does the best Yoda impression. Hmm. It's just <laughs> hilarious. Oh. Should I find it to play it for you? Because you have to hear this. I want to. I want to brainstorm Edith's hobby world. My girls' school. They've got ridiculous number of sort of extracurricular clubs. And one I saw listed for next term was Origami Club. Yeah, my daughter. I, <laughs> when my daughter was younger, and I'd say, "So, what's your favourite subject in school?" and she'd go, "Um, Jewelry Club." <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear a three-year-old yes. doing yeah. Okay, here we go. Mm, I for your dog, so That's a skill. <laughs> That actually that's is, something for a CV if whoever does Yoda is unavailable that day Spike for the next Stanley Bowman yeah. Smith is available I think that's cool that's that's a good hobby Yoda impressions this is all stuff that because you know inevitably when I do I have to prepare my CV again I want a whole new raft of hobbies and interests do people still interests. have CVs? I don't do you, know do, do you they? get sent yes. CVs still? YouTube video really? applications yeah and they always come with a photograph now of this sort of very well, I don't know if it's just specifically to the magazine. Filtered. Yes, and sort of preened, kind of, you know, frightening eyebrows, sort of pouty lips, sort of side-on shot, contoured face. Do you remember when it used to be enough just to put your CV on bright pink to make it stand out? <laughs> Spray it with <laughs> Those days are over. <laughs> Kiss yeah. the envelope. Oh, it's not Valentine's Day. A friend of mine sent a cake. A friend of mine sent a cake to a, a prospective employer and said, well, with me, you can have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> she didn't get the job. Oh, my God. That's, that's quite suggestive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't work on any level whatsoever. Oh, I think that's everything put to right. I've got my hobbies sorted. I'm not going to pick on any more 12-year-olds in the cinema. You're going to watch Star Wars. I am, I am, I am. I think, well, I, promise. I think you're going to find the first one a bit hard going. I remember thinking it was going to be amazing when I watched it again, and it's pretty slow. What, I think that might be the one I fell asleep in. The, the original one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't, don't give them the... I'm not that big oh, of a fan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, but thank you so much for Pleasure. being with us today, Edith. Oh, anytime. 
Virgin Radio, Monday to Friday. Soundtracking. You can Soundtracking. Don't hold it on there. Audio Women, iTunes. Yeah. And uh, Claudia, you just get back to work. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.